Hello, I'm Ryan. And I'm Jordan. And we are the Country Music Critics. Yeah. Hey, guys. Just a reminder, uh, we have a Facebook page. It's called The Country Music Critic. Please go on there, check it out. You can like it. You can share it with your friends. You don't have to say anything mean on there, but a little constructive you know, criticism would help. Uh, any suggestions, anything you want to know, like what size bra did Conway Twitty's wife wear? We don't know. We'll find it out for you because that's what we do. Exactly. And you can also follow us after you like the page, and that'd be the quickest way for you to see about the podcast and what star levels that we gave the artists that we talked about. This week, we start out with the greatest female country artist of all time, Dolly Rebecca Pardon, born January 19th, 1946. Her favorite saying is, if you want to see the rainbow, you must deal with the rain. Now, can you imagine 1946 in a one-room cabin on the banks of Little Pigeon River in Pittman Center, Tennessee? Can you imagine 1946? I can't. I can imagine that, but with uh, 12 brothers and sisters, I could not imagine that. Right, and she was the fourth out of 12. So, like, Dolly's mom was having so many children that her children picked a child to basically take care of. That's wild. Right, you know? So, her dad, her, her mom here, I know I'm going to get that wrong if you want to pronounce it. Avi Lee Caroline Owens. Yeah. Yeah. And she was married to Robert Lee Pardon Sr. Bob Pardon. Not bad. Now, her mom was born in 1923. She passed away in 2003. And her father was born in 1921, and he passed away in 2000, which is crazy. Uh, 2021, Pardon has had three deceased siblings. Pardon's middle name comes from her maternal great-grandmother, Rebecca Dunn. Uh, her father was known as Lee. He worked in the mountains of East Tennessee. Uh, he was a sharecropper and later tended to his own small tobacco farm. He also worked construction jobs uh, throughout the farm, and uh, he did stuff like that. Pardon had, has also often commented that he or one of his smallest people uh, she had ever known in regards to business and making profits. Smartest people. Smartest people. Sorry about that. So she gave her dad all this credit because that's all she ever knew is, hey, he's a businessman and he's profitable Mm -hmm. at making it. So, I mean, that's good. She had a a good role model growing up. Right, exactly. You know, because like George Jones, his parents, you know, they really wasn't supportive, especially his dad. Yeah. So, um, at one of the times, uh, Dolly's mom, uh, her 11th pregnancy, pregnancy, uh, was born to the twins In in 20 years, it made her a mother of 12 by the age of 35. Dear Lord. Now I'm 36. I'm 38. You have two and I have three. Could you imagine 12? No. I don't know anybody nowadays in this time that has that many children at 35. It's not in style anymore. You don't have to have you know kids to help you on the farm as much. 
you know, there are uh, farm hands who come up from Mexico. We don't have to make our own. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's bad to put it like that, but that's, that's, you know, the truth. So, Pardon had also described her family as dirt poor, mm-hmm. which that's, you know, in that time, I, that makes sense. Her father paid the doctor who delivered her, delivered her with a bag of cornmeal. Yeah, I wish that's what my kids cost. I would know? be okay with going back to that part of it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. It's, I'm still paying on both of mine, I believe. That is something. Wow. So now, here's some of the biggest things that stands out with Dolly. Uh, she debuted on the Opry in 1959. So if she was born in 46, that would put her at 13 years old coming on the Grand Old Opry. In her span so far, she is worth $650 million. She has 100 million albums sold worldwide, 25 number one hits, 110 charted singles in the 40-year time, 11 Grammys, 50 nominations, a Lifetime Achievement Award, 10 CMA Awards, and Entertainer of the Year. She's in that group of the seven female that have only won that. The mm-hmm. most of the time it's been men. Yeah. You know? She's got credit to over three thousand songs that she has wrote herself. Man. Can you imagine? I can't even write one. I can't even remember five songs from the front <laughs> to the back. Yeah. You know? It's hard to do. So in nineteen ninety nine she was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. And I got a really cool story about that. It was around 2012. My grandmother and my grandpa took me and my sister Heather down to uh, to the Country Music Hall of Fame, and they were filming CMT Most Wanted Live. And it was free to the public to watch, and if you got there early enough, you got to be in the crowd, like, behind the scenes, which was pretty cool. Yeah. So... I got chosen to set up there. I had this little collared shirt, you know, my little black cowboy hat. And when Dolly come out, I was kind of starstruck. I mean, because growing up in high school, Milk Carton, Dolly Parton, I mean, that name just always, like, let me pause that part. When is the first time that you remember hearing Dolly Parton in your life? I think when... Uh, so that's hard. That's hard to say because I don't. I didn't recognize the name before I recognized her breasts. Right. Like when I think about, I mean, just I'm just gonna be blunt, and y'all forgive me for me sounding awful for saying this, but when I think of titties, I think of Dolly Parton. And when I was in middle school, I thought about titties a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's how you come to the. Well, I mean, yeah. that's I was introduced, yeah, you know, right. that way, I suppose. I mean, right. I know her story and I know some of her songs. Yeah. But yeah. When I think about Dolly, that's 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 a big asset that she that she has. <laughs> yeah. So when I was on CMT Most Wanted Live, I was in the crowd. She comes out and I said, "Hey, Dolly, can I get a picture?" She said, sure, honey, right after the show. She had two of the biggest security bodyguards that I've ever seen in my entire life. Needless to say, when she told me that, she fixed my collar. 
which was the coolest thing ever. When you said she had two of the biggest, I was not expecting you to say security (laughs) guards you've ever seen. Right, right. Well, you know, that's a big asset. You need big protection. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyways, I didn't get my picture with her, but I did get to come close to her, which was phenomenal in itself. Now, what you're talking about, okay, Actually, before she had the surgery, she come out with her first song in 1967 with Hello, I'm Dolly. Now, she did have that surgery done. Let's see here. She wasn't happy with the way that she looked. That that was the biggest thing. Yeah. You know, um, she went from a very small size A to a stunning 40 DD. And her surgeon, yeah, she insured her breast for $250,000 each, naming them West Virginia and East Virginia. (laughs) But in 2004, she was forced to undergo reduction surgery after suffering cramping back and shoulder pain. Yeah, that's the best West Virginia's ever looked. Right? So in 2004, she was forced to undergo reduction surgery after suffering from cramping and shoulder and back yeah. pains. You know, Man. how would you not? Yeah, you know, you know, it's got to wear on her joints and her back and everything. After a while, that's a lot of weight, right? And then, like with her hair, she was dyeing her hair with bleach so much that it started falling out. So that's kind of when she started wearing. You know, uh, wigs and such mm-hmm. like that. Uh, she once gave fans a glimpse of her reel doing uh, in a flashback to Instagram and explained, my hair is no longer than this wig, and it is blonde. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. She's just, she, she feels like she's a show dog, so she mm-hmm. should always look professional. Yeah, I get that, but that takes a toll on people after a while. That's hard to that's hard to you know put yourself through, and everybody you know is unhappy with a certain you know part of their body or a uh, you know, part of their face. Like I wish I was you know skinnier. I wish I was in better shape. You know my nose is a little big. My ears are huge. I have gigantic eyes. Right. Man, but you know what? Everybody has issues. Exactly. That's what makes us unique. And I think. It was all of these issues she had that really helped her to become who she is, ultimately. Because all of those problems, you know, brought her to be this person who loves everybody. Right. Like, she's one of the best people you'll ever meet, you know, as a person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of the sweetest. She helps so many people. She is selfless in a lot of ways, even though she's extremely self-conscious she's very selfless right and you're not going to find any footage of her anywhere like losing her cool or being rude or you know she she's as honest as the day is long yeah you know and speaking of helping people um do you have a little bit of facts on what she has done or oh yeah i mean because over the years you know when somebody doesn't build a net worth of 650 million dollars without being a decent person right yeah, uh, <clears throat> you get what you sow. You you know reap what you sow, and she has uh, sown so many you know good seeds in her life, 
and to allow her to live the way she has. I don't know a lot of people who would say a bad word about Dolly. Right. She's... You would have to be an ignorant fool to find something wrong with Dolly Parton. And I'm sure there's you know, you know one asshole out there somewhere oh, yeah. who yeah you know, Dolly didn't give something to yeah. personally, and they hold her accountable for it. But the fact of the matter is, there's I mean, especially people from where she's from, Sevier County, Tennessee, she's given so much to that community and to the kids of that community, and to the state of whole you know entire state of Tennessee. It's insane. Uh, she gave a million dollars. To you know, Vanderbilt University for uh, you know, studying the uh, coronavirus when all that you know started. Wow! And uh, a lot of that money went to research and funding Moderna's you know vaccine. Um, she has done a lot for uh, you know black communities, LGBTQ plus, blah blah blah, the alphabet communities. She has done so much for those you know, people. Yeah, childhood diabetes, Save the Music Foundation. I mean, it just goes on and on. Yeah, Dollywood Foundation, which gave $500 to every 7th and 8th grader who finished high school. And that was of the people of you know, Sevier County, Tennessee. Now, have you seen anything that says reading early pays? Oh, she What's has a foundation. Okay. Cool fact about that. In the sixth grade, no, the seventh grade, I was in middle school. I wrote to Dolly Parton and I asked her to send a photo that we could auction off. She sent a photo and remind me to show it to you before you leave the studio today. It says, to Kevin, reading really pays. (laughs) And, And that's crazy. You would think that I would remember that. But when you brought that up, that took me right back to then. Yeah. So, yeah. She answers her fan mail. Yeah, well, she's a good person. Right. Uh, they were having an issue with bald eagles in the early 90s. They are extremely scarce. Couldn't find them because a lot of people were killing them because they wanted to stuff them because that's what assholes do. Right. Um, so she founded the Eagle Mountain uh, Sanctuary in uh, Dollywood. Wow. In her theme park. So uh, they had non-releasable bald eagles there. That's, that's where they take care of them. She has the... Uh, the Imagination Library, which began sending one book per month to each enrolled child from uh, Sevier County, Tennessee, from uh, birth until the first year of school. The library was founded in honor of her father, who was unable to read. Wow. Because you should sign your kids up for that, man. It's only Sevier County. Oh, Tennessee. okay. He couldn't read, but man, he can make some kids. Oh, Yeah. I mean, you got to know what you're good at in life. Sometimes we're right. uh, yeah, good at different stuff. I mean, 12's a good number to, uh, you know, brag about. Yeah, right? He would have had 13, but he slipped. Yeah. Uh, every year, she gave uh, $15,000 scholarships to five high school seniors in Sevier County, Tennessee. And if they had a dream to pursue... Uh, who can successfully communicate their plan and commitment to realize their dreams. Uh, she did a benefit concert for Sevier County Hospital. She raised over half a million dollars, and then she pledged another $250,000 for a total of a million. Eventually, it all totaled a million. That was in 2007. Um, 2016, she did a telethon 
for there was uh, wildfires in East Tennessee, and she raised more than thirteen million dollars wow. for the wildfire. Um, and she did that along with other uh, musicians. The People Fund in 2016 as well um, provided $1,000 a month for six months for families whose homes were completely destroyed amid uh, a natural disaster. So the fires again. Special wow. Merit Scholarship. $30,000 scholarship to two-year-old Evie Johns in celebration of Imagination Library's accomplishment of shipping out one million books per month. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, let's see. She donated $1 million to the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt University. She donated a $1 million to Vanderbilt coronavirus. Yeah. And wow. that's just that's just the main stuff. She, now, she there's does. so much stuff that, oh, that you'll never even know about. Yeah. Eagles you know? And, you know, you said that uh, the Eagles was part of Dollywood, right? Mm-hmm. That is... That's another fact that I want to bring up. Dollywood, I found some very fascinating information. It was not Dollywood until eight or 1986. It started as the Rebel Railroad. That was the very yeah. first name of that place, which is crazy. And it went from that to the Gold Rush Junction. Mm-hmm. That was around 1970. Then it become the Silver Dollar City, and from that point is when it branched over mm-hmm. uh, in 1986 and become Dollywood. Now, the area that we live in is Cave City, Kentucky. I do. Jordan lives kind of between here and Glasgow, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of rumors in this town that Dolly first came here and tried to... Uh, build Dollywood here, but we haven't found anything besides rumors Mm-mm. that's stating that. It fact. makes no sense for that to you be know? true. So now in, in eighty six it was booming here with one of the seven wonders of the world, Mammoth Cave. Yeah. But she's not from here. She would have never moved it here. She was gonna live it she's gonna have it she I just read all the stuff she does for where she's from. She's built that area up so much it was always going to be there. She was never going to have it anywhere else. I don't think. That's my opinion. I think that rumor is just that. A rumor that, you know, people who are local who, you know, want to complain about the, you know, you know, local politics maybe, you know, throw in to make them look bad. I honestly don't believe it was true. Right. Um, I think I think she was going to do it in Pigeon Forge the whole time. And, uh, yeah, that's just my opinion, though. That makes sense. I mean, it it really does, you know, after looking into everything. So now, movie-wise, uh, 9 to 5, which if you haven't seen the movie, you need to check it out. I've noticed lately, older movies are so much funner because there's no damn cell phones in them. Yeah. Isn't that the cool thing about it, you know? And, so, and you never know what kind of you know, Easter egg you're going to find when you watch it because... A lot of the stuff that used to get made could not get made today. <laughs> exactly. So 9 to 5 came out in 1980. Then she has a movie that when I seen the title, I'm going to have to try to find this movie because I've never heard of it. 1982, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Oh, yeah. Starring Dolly Parton. Have yeah. you seen I've that seen movie? I've seen it, yeah. Right. Was it good? It's good. It's not what you expect when you see that title. Really? But, uh, 
I mean, it is what you expect when you see that title, but it's not. It's not what I was hoping for. Right. It's not what, yeah, teenage yeah, Jordan was, was hoping for. <laughs> All right. 1984, <laughs> she had rhinestones, which got her a Golden Globe nomination. 1989, she had Steel Magnolias. 1992, Straight Talk. And 2012, Joyful Noise. So, of course, I've seen Steel Magnolias. It was really good. I, I don't think I've seen 9 to 5. Have you? I mean, I have. It's been a long time. Yeah. Speaking of that, 9 to 5 is one of the greatest hits that Dolly ever had. Also, along with that, was Coat of Many Colors, which talked about kind of what it was like growing up with 12 brothers and sisters yeah. in a little one-bedroom cabin, how her mom really did take you know, sacks that the meal come in and sew them together to make a coat of many colors, you know? And then, of course, Jolene was a massive hit. But the funny thing is, is a lot of the millennials, they think that um, Miley Cyrus Mm -hmm. come out with Jolene just because she did a cover. Yeah. You know, and don't get me wrong, it's not a bad cover. No, it's a good cover. It's not like the Stapleton, George Jones, Tennessee whiskey. No, it's not. It's not. But a lot of the millenniums think back to that. I do like you know, Miley Cyrus's you know, version just because of her you know, range vocally that she has. She's extremely talented. She may be a basket case, but she's a very talented woman. Right. Uh, actually, did you know Dolly Parton is Miley Cyrus's godmother? Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that some fascinating yeah. information? Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty cool. That be that would that would be something to be proud of for mm-hmm. sure. Now, did Billy Ray have a part in pulling that one off? I'm sure it had something yeah. to do with him being famous. And then when she was born, yeah, you know, Dolly was always there. Yeah, you know, as kind of a you know, mentor to him. Um, did you see anywhere where I could submit to have her as mine? <laughs> well, I, know, I, I, I gotta have a dad that has a number one hit, yeah, right? Yeah, probably probably would help. Yeah. yeah. You can yeah, tell your achy break your heart that. that right. Was, uh, <laughs> so now she had another song that is fascinating in that time of of how the song was written and how the song was presented was Honky Tonk Angels. Uh, it's amazing. It wasn't God who made Honky Tonk Angels. It was men who flirted with women thinking that they were still married. That's the cool thing with her and Loretta and around that time of the 60s and 70s. Women were so honest. You know, they were telling a story about how they were raised, and they meant it. They're not Mm. on here singing about, you know, taking me to the candy shop or... (laughs) I mean, you know what I mean? It it was more realistic in that time. There's nobody in any kind of music who sang more about the reality of life than uh, Dolly. Yeah. Her early work was about, you know... Uh, people going to the you know, mental institution because their husband took them there because that was commonplace at that time. Right. You know, if your husband decided you, you know, weren't doing everything you need to do and he beat you up, then it was okay for him, after him to beat you up, it was okay for him to you know hit you. It was okay for all that to happen. Then he would say, yes, yeah, she needs to go to the mental institution because something's not right. She's not doing what I tell her to do. Yeah, that's not going to fly now. No. You know, I don't know how it ever flew or uh, flew, I guess. Back then. I have no clue. Yeah. But she grew up in a different time, and she sang about it. 
and she allows us you know, now to understand how good we have it. Because back then, it was not good times. It was not. And she always, always stood up for the people who were not stood up for. She was. She always has you know, stood up for the people. You know, like the LGBTQ plus society. She's always been there for them. Always. Oh, yeah. And they, which I think anymore, it's kind of gotten to the point where it's commonplace and it's not, you know, shunned as much so as it was. I'm sure there are still spots and there are still people just because, and also the same as, you know, African-Americans. It's a lot better for them now than it was, although I'm sure there are people who are still racist and, you know, still treat them bad. Exactly. She has had a pure heart from the beginning. She has, yeah, you know, took care of as much as she could, you know, as much as one person can. She is, she has helped, assisted African Americans, you know, <clears throat> LGBTQ. Well, in, in like 1992 with "I Will Always Love You," yes. that song she wrote it, and it was dedicated to Porter Wagner, which mm-hmm. we'll get to that part of her life. But Whitney Houston picked it up in 1992. It was one of the first country songs to go number one on country and number one on pop. She took the royalties on hers and gave it to the black community of Nashville. That was in 1992. Yeah. That wasn't just last year. Before it was cool. Right. Before it was cool <laughs> yeah. to do it. You know, she done it. Yeah. So. And let me tell you about that you know, remake. I love Dolly. But Whitney Houston killed that song. She did. She can sing. She did. Now, Dolly can sing. Now, Whitney can sing. Right. It was insane. She's so, she was so talented. You know, God right. rest her soul. So, 1964 is when she met her husband. It was love at first sight when they were outside of the Wishy Wash laundromat in Nashville. She was 18. Dean was 21. It was uh, Dolly's first day in Music City. Having just moved there from Sevierville, Tennessee, Dolly caught Dean's eyes as he drove by in a white pickup truck. Sounds like a country song, right? Mm -hmm. My first thought was, I'm going to marry that girl. You know? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where they took off at, you know? That's the story that is uh, linked online anyway, so... Uh, there's a lot of really cool photos with them. They didn't actually get married till 1966, down in uh, Ringo, Georgia. She was 20. Where did you get all that information from? This come off of OprahDaily.com. Okay. okay. I don't think it's related to the Oprah. I'd say it, it may is. be. I guarantee it is. Yeah. It's got her in the corner. Well, it sure does. <laughs> we learn something new all the time. That's the thing about this is. And, and we're learning as we go. There, There's probably roughly 20 to 25 different sites that break down the whole story. Yeah. And what we try to do is find the main heartbeat, the vein that goes to the heart on the story, and pull out what's real and what's not real. That's our goal anyway, and we're learning as we go. You know, you kind of learn about them as a person and, you know, their kind of trek into stardom. Right. And she she took off from a young age and I mean she worked nine to five and just got it done. She got up there quick. 
Yep. <laughs> little poem there for you. And, and, and her biggest, you know, quote about her husband was, she picked her husband who she loved and who she thought, well, I'll write some beautiful songs about him. That is a really good site for you guys to go check out, OprahDaily.com on Dolly. They really talk about from the first sighting up till, you know, yeah. currently mm-hmm. with her husband. And, you know, they, they didn't have any children. Well, they didn't have time. She was on the road all the time. I mean, she dedicated her life to this. And all that milk and nowhere to put it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not for sure how that works. Yeah, it's not how that works. But yeah, yeah. you would thought, like when I was growing up, I always thought, man, there's a lot of milk in there. Yeah. If I would see somebody out that had an abnormally large right. you know, pair. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I see what yeah. you're saying. But it's not so, how it works. So her and Porter Wagner, he kind of pushed her to the light. He had this mm-hmm. show. He had Dolly on. Mm-hmm. So they were together for... A crazy amount of time, like 10 years. They had yeah. tons of duets together. I couldn't even begin to list them because there's so many. But she come to that point to win. She didn't want to be remembered as just Porter's sidekick. So she went out on her own. Mm-hmm. Porter kind of got pissed off over it. And yeah. that's what caused her to write, I'll always love you, is, hey, I'm thanking you for what you did, but it's my time to rock and roll, you know? And he accepted that. As long as she let him produce the song. Right. And he, he agreed to it, and he let her go. But, you know, she was not accepted well onto that show at the beginning. Really? He wasn't. How and could you not? I can't remember the girl's name who started the show with him. She was another you know, pretty, you know, attractive you know, young lady. There were... Scuttlebutt that, you know, Porter and her had been in a relationship. And there was also Scuttlebutt that, you know, Dolly and Porter were in a relationship as well. Although you're not going to, you're not going to hear any, you know, yay or nay from anybody. Right. Uh, but they, yeah, it came down to after her first, you know, few episodes, you know, the crowd was writing in how, they, how much they you know, didn't like her. Wow. Just because she was you know, different from the other girl. So they would take time to do that back then. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, uh, Porter kind of you know, forced the crowd to like her. Yeah. He kind of, he said, hey, this, you know, this woman is extremely talented. She's a great songwriter. She's a great singer. And she's easy on the eyes. So you're going to love her if you give her a shot. Right. And he kind of pushed her out onto the stage and... Bam! Right. This is history. You know, I've seen where she's wrote a lot of books, a lot of songs, and been in a lot of movies. But in 2015, NBC released Dolly Parton's Coat of Many Colors. And I suggest anybody that wants to learn something about mm-hmm. Dolly is to watch that film or read any yeah. book. I mean, I haven't found anything so far that's not fascinating about her. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She's a... It's just, uh, she, I mean, she's a walking book. She's done so much in her life. She's just, I mean, it's an enigma. There's nobody like her. Uh, Now, one thing we haven't talked about is her appearance in Playboy. You know, I didn't, I didn't, when, when did she do that? 
Uh, I'm not sure on the original year, but I know she recently reenacted the photo. Yes. For her husband's birthday. Wow. Let's see here. Yeah, she just recreated mm-hmm. her 1978 Playboy cover. So in 1978, she was in Playboy. Yep. So now let me ask you this. I mean, in, was it a Playboy like a, a lingerie shoot or was it no. full nude? She was pretty sure she was topless in it. That's, That's how Playboy crazy. was. but Right, yeah. at that time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. I did not know that. So... She recreated the 1976, correct, for his birthday? Wow. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yeah, Wonder how much she got paid to do that. There was no telling, because she was huge at the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And, but if you Google the image, it's going to pop up all kinds of stuff that's Right, you not really Dolly. can't tell. It's something, but it's not Dolly. Yeah. 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 A lot of people do that. They'll take a face of an artist and put it, you know, where it does not belong. <laughs> you know, just don't make How sense. How'd that get there? You know, the times that I've... So, I've got to see Dolly in person. Mm-hmm. I've got mail from Dolly, but I've never got to hear her sing. Yeah. Hey, that would be something on my bucket list. And I definitely need to check out those movies. So, that's something that we... Uh, that's enough about Playboy. Let's go on to something else. Uh, have you heard the song, you know, Islands in the Stream? Oh, yeah. So I, didn't, I didn't know that was Dolly until I started researching. Yeah. I knew it was Kenny Rogers, and I knew it was redone in a rap song in right. the early 2000s. And I liked that version. Yeah. I mean, it, it was all right. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I like Kenny Rogers, and that's a good song. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Especially but, her time with the gambler. There's probably a little bit of history between there, too, yeah. that we'll never find. You know, that's that's one of the podcasts I'm excited about doing is Kenny Rogers. Really? Yeah, I yeah. like Kenny. We will. We'll do Kenny Rogers. Yeah, I'm going to do him real good. I'm going to do him <laughs> so hard. <laughs> the gambler. you got to know when to hold him, when to throw him, right? Yeah, yeah. Or fold him. Yeah. Fold. Yeah. So. But, yeah. So. Let's do the songs. Oh. we got a song to fight to, to make love to, or to have on repeat. It's the hypothetical game. I'm thinking fighting nine to five. Like, okay. this is what I do, nine to five. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. You know, like coming into the room, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. That's you. what I'm thinking on my fight. What mm-hmm. about you? Like you're going to work. Right, right. Let's do this. Okay, my fight song's uh, Jolene. Because mm, whatever oh, I'm man. fighting, I'm going to imagine is Jolene, that little conniving bitch. That, that makes sense. That yeah. makes a lot of Just sense. Just she's a tramp. You can't, right. I don't stand for tramps. Right. Yeah, so Jolene's getting it. I'm punching yeah. her right in the throat. Right. Hypothetically. Now, <laughs> the chill too? Yeah. Is that the yeah, next one? The one on repeat. I would say that coat of many colors because it's just kind of laid back, you know, and I'm just kind of going with the moment there. That'd mm-hmm. be mine. That's okay. you. I'm going nine to five just because mm-hmm. it's a little upbeat and I can sing along with it. And probably get some stuff done around the house yeah. with it playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. It's a nice little tune. Just you know, yeah. listen to and repeat. And I'd say we have the same song. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. To make uh, love to right, mm-hmm. which would be I will always love you. Yeah. Sounds. Yeah. Would, would you do the Dolly or the Whitney version? The Whitney. Yeah. I'd do the Whitney. But since we're having, well, since we're doing Dolly, I would say right. the Dolly version will be sufficient. I'll be able to get the job done. But exactly. 
you know, Whitney, I may be able to you know, hold out them high notes yeah. a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, I, I just I want to go on record and say that there'll never be another do, another Dolly. Oh no, there can't never. Be. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if it wasn't for her, there would be a missing piece in country music. I mean, yeah. if it wasn't for Dolly, there'd be a missing piece in the world. Exactly. She. I mean, your teenage years of growing up talking about Dolly Parton, mm-hmm. the movies that she created, the songs that she created, the way that she showed other female country artists to carry themselves. How you she know? showed you know, female artists, period. Doesn't oh, yeah. matter the genre. Hands down. I mean, she did rock and roll for a while because right? they thought that's how she was going to make it. She could make it in whatever she wanted to do because she was Dolly. And Dolly is an icon. Right. Growing up in a, a one-bedroom cabin, mm-hmm. 12 kids, and parents. parents working all the time. And yeah. she saves up enough money the day after she graduates to get a bus ticket, comes to Nashville, and the rest is history. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people trying to do that now, but, mm-hmm. you know, you we don't live in that world. You got that kind of work world. ethic? Yeah. You got that kind of work ethic? You're set. Oh, yeah. She had it. She wasn't sure. taking no for an answer, and she was you know, easy on the eyes. That helped, too. But. Right. She's extremely talented, and she is just a you know, force of nature. Yeah. And God bless her. Yep. So are you ready to do uh, the I'm rating? Ready. I'm ready. All right. You want to go first? Or you want me to? You go. All right. Well, it's no surprise here. I think I've only I've, I've gave out one, no two. Two. Yeah, I've gave out two five stars, mm-hmm. and I just could not imagine not giving Dolly. Five stars because I myself, as a country music fan and as somebody who respects it like a religion, I could not see myself not giving Dolly Parton five stars. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Where are you at? Well, I'm a little harsh of a critic. Mm-hmm. As you know, on the, on the star system at least. Um, I do it, you know, each star you know, earns something. So. For her activism and her including everybody and, you know, representing everybody and supporting everybody. She's there for the little man. She's there for the every man. That's a star. Um, For her career, she's been consistent. She's just been just a ball of, you know, fire through the years. She's a star. That's her second star. All the things she's done for her home, which I'm huge on. I am all about you remembering where you come from and you taking care of that place. And she's, if there's anybody that's ever done that, it's her. Right. Uh, Yeah, three stars. The fourth star comes from East Virginia. And the fifth star comes from West Virginia. Wow. She got five stars. Jordan has officially given the five stars. Mm. Fourth episode, five stars. That's right. Wow. I can't, I can't. I mean, how could you not? West Virginia, mm. East Virginia, yeah. Middle school, yeah. you know. Milk carton, Dolly Thanks for getting me through middle school, Dolly. Right. I mean, I may have carpal tunnel later because of you, but it's cool. <laughs> you know what? It was worth it. Dolly, we, we, if for some reason that one day you hear this, we have the most... Respect for you that oh, yes. a good old country boys from Kentucky could have, you know, yeah. and we we appreciate all that you've done and all you still do for country music and for uh, for the world. Yeah, exactly. Well, I believe that's all I've got. That's what about it. you? That's it. Thanks, people. 
yeah, give us a like, give us a share, give us suggestions. What yeah. you know, we we want to do this for you guys. You know, we want to educate the world about country music. Yeah, one artist, artist at a time. time. Yeah. All right, y'all have a good week. We'll see y'all. Come back now. You here? <laughs>